Hi, you're listening to The 777 Show. I'm Witch Dr. Alex. On today's episode, we're going to be answering more of your questions since that seems to be very popular with you guys. We're also going to be um, talking about a couple things. The main topic, mostly, what happens when you have a wrong prediction um, and how do you more so kind of face it or deal with it in the, you know, um, in the stratosphere of social media, spiritual social media, especially when it is, you know, very publicized, publicized, I meaning if you have a large following, more so kind of what are, in my opinion, ways to deal with that. And then we're going to be answering, like I said, we're going to be answering some questions that you guys have emailed to me, going to be um, leaving out the names, obviously, but we're going to be covering that and then we're gonna round it out a little bit of astrology chat um about what's going on what to expect um, we have a couple of weeks with the all planets direct um which isn't too bad definitely a good time for setting those intentions if that's what you're into um more so making things happen and then we're gonna end with the three card uh for us to meditate on the three card playing card um for this episode. So we're just going to get right into it. So first I want to say, you know, there's just, there's this, um, big to do about, you know, Megan and Harry and the monarchy and all that jazz. And, you know, that's a big story right now, as well as, um, the stimulus check stimulus bill that's supposed to be signed tomorrow. Today's February. I mean, no, today's March 9th. And I believe it's supposed to go to the house and get approved tomorrow on Wednesday. Um, so those are like the two main stories just to give a time capsule for those of you who will be listening in the future and to my international listeners. That's what's going on right now Um, the astrology of it all. Let's see where are the planets today. Current planets are. Let's see. Let's scroll up. I didn't know I'd be covering this, but I felt like it was relevant to talk about, you know, for those of you that follow me on Twitter, you will know that I am a monarchist, um, unfortunately to some, you know, and the reason why, I mean, the reason being is, you know, I feel we as Americans, myself as an American, I feel like, you know, for us, we have a bad tendency to talk down on other countries about how they should run their countries and what they should be doing when we have a lot of issues ourselves. You know, mainly mainly school shootings. We don't have that England England doesn't have that we have healthcare debt that we have that England doesn't have um student loan debt credit. America has that and people have plenty of credit card debt. People, you know, take their own life over credit card debt. They don't have those issues in England. And I feel like, you know, the monarchy isn't that political or doesn't have that much political clout to really kind of interfere with the everyday lives. I mean, they only cost 70 cents a year to taxpayers, but and they bring in so much revenue. But on top of that, I just feel like as Americans, we need to more so kind of clean our side of the street before we um, go digging on that side. And, you know, it definitely brings up, I feel like, Honestly, intuitively, I definitely feel like a lot of this is a ruse anyway. Like, I feel like the whole situation that went down with the interview, like everyone was in on it because it, you know, it definitely brings in ad revenue for um, tourism, obviously, but as well as media, as well as journalism. I mean, you look at the videos on YouTube 
ones that were just posted yesterday already have 5 million views. And it's like, you know, if these people are so irrelevant, then how is it that they manage to, you know, be the main topic of discussion, the main story every day? And then also, oh, yeah, so we're looking at current planets. Um, so we'll talk about that. Um, let's see. I would say more so that that has to do with what's going on. So we have Mercury at 22 degrees. Moon at 10 degrees Pisces, Mercury at 10 degrees, 22 degrees Pisces. I mean, excuse me, Aquarius. What am I talking about? So the moon is at Aquarius currently at 10 degrees. Mercury is at 22 degrees, Aquarius. And then we have Venus and the sun kind of uh, co-present, but not necessarily. They're, they're, not in a, they're definitely not in a tight conjunction, but they're in a... They're in a close 15 degrees and 19 degrees is where the sun is at. So I would say, you know, and then with Neptune at 20 degrees. So you have the sun in close conjunction with Neptune. So there's very much, and it's square the nodes, I believe. Where are the nodes right now? 15 degrees. So it's it's not exactly square, but it's heading there. Anyway, so we have mutable, I believe, because we have Gemini, Pisces, South node in Sagittarius. So I believe that's all the, what are we leaving out? Oh yeah, we don't have anything in Virgo. So yeah, we would have a, all four, but no, we just have the three going on right now. Anyways, my explanation, or at least my correlation to that is why, you know, everyone is very much kind of, there's this shock and there's this awe and there's this drama, especially with the sun in close conjunction to Neptune at that 19 and 20 degrees, sun at 19 degrees Pisces, Neptune at 20 degrees Pisces, and Neptune is the media, Neptune is theater, Neptune is drama, and the sun, sun can rule over, you know, nobility, or, um, you know, um, monarchs, things of that nature, so then we have the moon, let's see, is it, it was conjunct, I mean, square, square exact, uh, Uranus at seven degrees, but now it's at 10 degrees. And so, you know, moon is about what's personal, the family and emotions and, um, the public as well. So then you have that, um, controversy or more so kind of shock to the system, shock to what's, uh, routine, which is all about Taurus. So you have that connection ultimately. So there's very much this shock to what, has been in place, a system that's been in place for 1,200 years, and you have something that's non-conventional, like a mixed-race person coming and creating controversy for that. Um, stimulus. Let's see. So, you know, America is a Sagittarius rising, like myself. So, you know, anything, like, not exact, but very much kind of close to the point of, you know, anything going on with America, I can definitely kind of reckon that, you know, one way down the one way or another down the pipeline, it's definitely going to be happening with me since I have those some placements. Capricorn in the second house. Um, so since the bill will be signed tomorrow, let's see. That would mean that because nothing is in Capricorn except for Pluto. But the moon should be heading in Pluto. So the moon will be in America's second house tomorrow, along with Pluto. Interesting. Co-present, but not a conjunction until later Thursday, I believe. Let's look into ephemerises. Hold on.
2021 ephemerises. So it is March. And the ephemerises I use is oh, ephemeris, probably how you pronounce it correctly. Ephemeris I use is Cafe Astrology. And um, let's see. So today is the 9th. So today is the 9th. So that means the sun is at 18. It says 18 degrees, but that's not true. 19 degrees. Hold on. Let's go back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's crazy. It's a little, like, off a bit, but it's 19 degrees. So sun is at 19 degrees. And then we have moon at 11 degrees. So then on the 10th, it'll still be... Okay, no, no, no. I'm backwards. I was thinking it was going into Capricorn tomorrow. So we're already in Aquarius. So then 12th... So between the 11th and 12th, the moon will be moving from Aquarius to... Pisces, um, which will be making a trine to America's eighth house, which isn't too bad. So the moon will be making a trine. It will be in America's fourth house. The moon moon is about fluctuations and about um, the public and more so the intuitive needs of the public. And it's America's sun time. Um, let's see, where else will we be? Mercury. Mostly, you know, um, and the houses that are uh, that are affected by money are the second house, eighth house, uh, tenth house is career or public image, which can kind of to a degree. Um, and then in Vedic, I know on YouTube, KRS, whatever his name, KRS one, we'll call him the Vedic astrologer says that, you know, 11th house, ninth house and fifth house also are houses of money. Fifth house, more so speculative gains, but yeah, so we have that to look forward to here in America with the stimulus bill. Um, we'll have to see what time it gets signed in order for us to really see what the effects of it are. But obviously, you know, with everything that's going on, there will definitely be, especially with the moon. Um, let's see. Yeah, the only thing that's really moving tomorrow is that moon. Everything is obviously staying the same since the moon is the most fast acting planet. But yeah, that's really all I can see that's really happening. You have Mars in the seventh house, America's seventh house of other people or more so the relationships with other people at three degrees tomorrow. Mostly all the action is in America's third house of communication. So I, I reckon um, with Jupiter, Saturn moon mercury there and jupiter's house house of neighborhoods siblings communication sales things of that nature there's definitely going to be um things that are affected like the stock market obviously but there will also be um lots of communication lots of literature lots of information that's very much spit out about this situation lots of talk about it um obviously so definitely that to look forward to and america has you know neptune I mean, excuse me. Well, yeah, Neptune in the tenth house, Pisces in um. Neptune and no, they don't have Neptune in Pisces. They just have Neptune in the tenth house, and currently. Neptune, the Sun, and Venus are all in America's fourth house, of the home and a family. So I reckon you know it very much kind of gives this facade that this is, very much kind of the fix. 
that everyone needs. And it very much kind of, I would say, if anything, it adds some optimism, some positivity. However, there's very much kind of deep valleys of, you know, what if that are left behind with the situation. So now that we've covered that, let's talk about, you know, getting wrong predictions. So the reason why I want to talk about this is because, you know, there's, if you are a part of spiritual Twitter, if you are a part of, you know, any of the other spiritual avenues, you'll you'll know that people do predictions here and there in regards to the election or in regards to anything that really happens. And a lot of you are new readers, whether that's tarot, whether that's astrology. And, you know, um, understand that, like, you know, you're still human at the end of the day. The thing about when you do divination, at least in my opinion, is it isn't so much like, you know, a lot of people say energy changes, but I'm not one of those people that will say that. It's more so kind of there are things that you didn't see or things that you misinterpreted. But, you know, me being such a fixed sign dominant person, like, you know, if I tell you something, I stick with it because I trust it and I trust my own intuition. So there's been plenty of times where I've done readings for people and I'll see something to where they'll um, it'll be like, oh, well, you know, I see you doing fashion or something like that, something like that or whatnot. And it's like they don't have any inkling what I'm talking about or any interest, but I stick with it because that's what my intuition tells me. And, you know, they'll come back a year later and be like, you know what? I thought you were completely off saying like, you know, I was going to get in fashion. Now I have a, a website where I sell T-shirts and things of that nature. So, I mean, like it may kind of be a broad picture in which what it is that you see, which leaves it up for misinterpretation. However, you know, be someone that very much trust and sticks with their intuition, believes their intuition so much that like, you know, it can't be swayed. And, you know, a good example is, and I take the L for this, I had predicted that um, Takashi 6ix9ine would stay. This is my most popular thing that I got wrong. Everything else, you know, knock on wood, I've gotten right in regards to my predictions, but thank God. But um, the Takashi one is the one that I got wrong. And so I predicted that he would be in prison for the rest of his life, fortunately for him. And, you know, in a way, he is still kind of in prison. I mean, he can't necessarily live the life that he did prior. And it is a bit of a prison for him to be, you know, state property or federal property, so to speak, and for him to have so much um, security. So it is a bit of a prison. But no, I'm going to take the L and I'm going to say that, you know, he's no longer in prison, which he's not. And that was the wrong prediction that I had gotten at the time when I did the reading in 2018. And, you know, I publicly admit that that was a wrong prediction and there's no kind of, you know, there's no turning back on that. And I say that to say, you know, plenty of people with large platform are going to get things wrong. There's a popular side real astrologer who said that Cynthia Nixon would become governor of New York. And, you know, everyone swears by side real. Everyone side real is so accurate. It's the most accurate one. But this person, they um, said that Cynthia Nixon would be governor of New York, Cynthia Nixon from Sex and the City. And she um, they had said that um, Kim Kardashian would file for him for divorce the following February, which would have been February 2019. And here we are in 2021 and she only just filed. So it's like, you know, stand in your predictions and be OK when you get them wrong. Another great example, very famous astrologer 
who had gotten the 2016 election correct, the results correct, in spite of everyone, every other uh, astrologer getting it wrong, this person had got it correct, and they got the most recent election wrong. And on top of that, you know, there's someone that is very well known and they had also had, um, not to spill too much tea, but they had also gotten married. And, you know, you would think them being such, you know, an astrologer that they would know, or at least they would, you know, draw up a chart to see, okay, you know, we're going to have trouble or their marriage would have trouble X, Y, Z. They end up getting a no, long story short. But it's just like there's certain things that you notice that like, you know, at the end of the day, they may be, you know, they may be these prolific people in the community, but they still are capable of getting things wrong. Another example, you know, there's a, quite a few astrologers that, um, you know, you just you'll read some of their tweets and you just notice that, like, you know, they'll just run into issues, they'll run into problems. And it's kind of like, OK, well, you know, isn't it Mercury retrograde? Isn't that like an amateur mistake for you to, you know, buy that computer or certain astrologers like every couple of months they'll have financial issues and like take it to the timeline. It's just like, you know, you just notice certain things. And I'm not saying that to be shady. I'm saying that because we're all human. And it's like, you know, people kind of give these people or give us, all of us, these platforms to where it's like we're making it seem like we're just so above and beyond because we're so like, you know, knowledgeable or some people are so knowledgeable and they um, use all these techniques and all these, all this language to um, back up their predictions and whatnot and still be wrong. And I say that to say, don't let, you know, what you see on the timeline at times intimidate you because you don't know certain things, whether it be about astrology or spiritual work or um, any other practice in spirituality. Because again, all of us are human and all of us are capable of getting things wrong. And all of us are capable of getting things wrong very publicly as well. So that's why it's always super important to humble yourself. You are a vessel through which spirituality and spiritualism flows, but you are not at the top of the food chain. And it's super important to believe that. And, you know, a lot of people, they let it get to their head. I know this one guy on TikTok who I just blocked and it's like he's been initiated in this. He's been initiated in that. And like literally like every post that he makes on TikTok is like, talking down about something or talking down about someone. It just gives really bad energy. And you can just know that, like, you can just sense when somebody is insecure, but they talk themselves up in such a grandiose way that it just shows, you know. So I say that to say, you know, anytime you have a prediction, stand in it, even if you end up getting it wrong, stand in it and brush yourself off and start off with sober again. Doesn't mean that you're a bad reader. Just means that you misinterpreted or you may have overlooked some things. You know, there is no astrologer that has gotten anything absolutely right every single time out of the park. There's I haven't I've yet to see a reader that's gotten it. I've I've paid for readings from people who said I would have my Instagram page back by January and there's some of the most popular readers on Twitter. And I still don't have it back. And that's okay. People are human. But, um, yeah, so I say that to say, how much time do we have? Where are we at? 19 minutes. Not bad. 
I'm not too chatty, but we're getting some good time. Where else am I crazy? What else is going on with me? I just recently purchased a little putt-putt. I named it Hi John the Conqueror. Um, it's not a purple car. It's silver. But I recently got that. So I'm making some progression in regards to my move to Texas. I plan to be there before the end of the month or maybe next month, hopefully. But definitely progressing, which is super important. Um, working on getting my Instagram back still, but not really. Oh, yeah. Those of you that don't know, go to imans.com. That's I-M-A-N-S-S-S.com. I'm going to be doing a retreat with Astrodim, iJade. Um, what's that guy's name? Um, Chad the Maverick. Imans will be doing a seminar. You know, it's very much this really greatish retreat with a lot of great people from spiritual Twitter and spiritual Instagram. And we're all going to be teaching class. My class is about um, scripture and manifesting with scripture and using scripture for your everyday life to better it. Kind of like what I talk about on this show. So definitely sign up for that. I don't know the prices because I never paid attention to look, but apparently they're a little, they're not bad, but they're not you know, cheap. Um, and you know, it's a lineup. It's a, it's a hefty lineup. So, you know, you can imagine, but definitely check that out. Again, it's I M I as an igloo, M as in Monday, A as an apple, N as in November, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, S as in Sam, emons.com for that retreat. The retreat will be hopping on March 26th. Also, um, I do, I did do a recent article for Sapio magazine.com i mean sapio magazine online.com check that out so um you can go to my link my link tree um on either my twitter or my tiktok and you can find the links to all of those things that i'm speaking of currently all right so we are going to get into these emails that you guys sent me I'm going to talk about, you know, what you guys say. I'm going to talk about what to do. So this is dated February 11th. It says, good afternoon. How are you? I messaged you on Twitter and you gave me this email to thank you. So email, thank you. My fiance boss, Arben, an ass on him, okay, bothering and trying to just undermine him and push him around. He has been in the company for five years. It's black-owned small company. They refuse to give him a decent raise, and he has busted his ass for the company. I need to help with the with verse and thing I can do for him to make the environment for him not hostile. And I understand time is money. And let me know if I need to send any donations. Thank you. Sent for my iPhone. All right, so. What I said, to obtain favors and increase from higher up, say, Ecclesiastes. I can't pronounce that ever, but Ecclesiastes. You'll know it when you see it in the book. Um, chapter 1, verse 16. After the new moon, every day before sundown. Definitely. And, you know, it's just like Psalm 74 when I tell you guys. It's like you have to be consistent with these prayers, with these scriptures, because that's how they work. You have to match the energy of the sun and the moon of the universe and you have to your form of sacrifice is matching the energy so yeah ecclesiastes chapter 1 verse 16 after the new moon every day before sundown best with a green candle but a white candle 
should suffice. Getting a raise, you would say Colossians chapter 3, verses 20 through 22 through 33 before sundown Thursday. Again, that's Colossians chapter 3, 22, verses 22 through, through 33 before sundown Thursday. Green or white dressed candle, you could dress it with money oil. If you don't have money oil, just use olive oil with basil, because basil is an international money herb. Olive oil is used as currency in parts of the world. Um, so that's definitely positive. Again, that's Colossians chapter 3, verses 20 through 22 through 33. And um, dress a right or green candle on Thursdays. And then tell him to keep a master root in a red flannel pouch in his left pocket. Piece of green adventurine is also positive for this practice as well. So then after this new moon today is a great time to start. Best of luck was my response. So, you know, those are practices that um, are definitely positive and meant to help those um, that needed in regards to getting raised or obtaining favor from higher ups. Um, we'll see what the response is so far, you know. The responses that I've been getting from my advice have been positive. So we'll see what happens. Hopefully this person's significant other gets the raise that they're looking for and um, gets the master root and whatnot. So covered that. Let's go to our second one. So this is dated March 6th. Three days ago. So this says, I wanted to know good scripture for a new, better job with better pay. I recently just quit a job with good pay, but toxic management. My response was, hey there, thank you for reaching out. I'd say the best for beginning a new job or interviewing is Luke 11, chapter 9. Again, that's Luke 11, chapter 9. Um, I mean, verse 9, sorry. Luke 11, verse 9. And uh, Psalms 90, verse 17. And you say these three times the night before an interview and an hour before and, and immediately an hour after the interview. Again, that's Luke 11, verse 9 and Psalms 90, verse 17. Try to schedule the interview during Jupiter hour. Jupiter hour is the hour that you make the best impression, that you make good impressions. And it's definitely led to a yes, this expansion and its growth positivity and vitality. Um, you can look up the Cosmic Insights app or the Hours app to find your local um, planetary hours. Again, Jupiter hours, the best hour to schedule if you can, if you can help it, um, a job interview. I also wrote, also keep Master Root and Lemurian Crystal in your left pocket. It would also be wise to write on parchment paper, Psalm 74 or Psalm 90 and keep it in your left shoe going into the interview. I've always talked about keeping paper in your shoe, keeping people's names in your right shoe, people you're trying to get rid of in your right shoe, things that you're trying to draw to you in your left shoe is popular in hoodoo regionally, may not be popular in South Carolina or Virginia, but here in Louisiana, we keep paper, paper in our shoe. And again, that's Master Root and Lemurian Crystal in the left pocket. Lemurian Crystal isn't necessarily like, you know, Hoodoo because it's more so kind of a new agey thing, but I feel 
in my particular practice, what I've been known to use is that um, Lemurian Crystal helps with opening paths and definitely um, clearing paths, that's for sure. Same thing, opening, clearing paths, um, and definitely helping with positive first impressions. And again, that's kept in the left pocket. And I also said write on parchment paper, Psalm 74. The day is thine, the night is also thine. That one that I say every day, three times. Um, And then Psalm 90, keeping in your left shoe, going into the interview. Next, the second question, a scripture for good, genuine friends to come into my life. I currently don't really have any friends right now. I've had friends in the past that were toxic and overall not the best to me as far as friends. For this one, I wrote... um, For this one, I wrote Psalm 118 will help with popularity and to draw people to you. I wrote always use discernment with people who come around as as I'm sure you know, based off of what you've been through. Also, Psalm 32 also helps with popularity and companionship. Psalm 32 is also really good for um, wedded bliss. You could say it for before the wedding or... um, Anytime you're having marital problems, it's really positive to say that too. Again, that's Psalm 8, 118 and Psalm 32. Third question they wrote. A good Bible verse to pray to reveal the truth of someone's intentions. My response was Malachi 7, verses 1. And I wrote Malachi 7, verses 1 is my go-to for revealing the truth. Or Samuel 24, verses 12. I also told them to keep sardonics on them when dealing with this said person. So if you're going to have a heart to heart with someone or if even if you're talking over the phone, if you know you're going to call them or you know they're going to call you, try and say these scriptures beforehand. Malachi 7 verses 1 as well as Samuel 24 verses 12. And again, that's sardonics. That's S as in Sam, A, R as in remember, D as in door, O. N as in November, Y, X, sardonics, and keep that on you. Meditate with it while you're speaking with this person. And this should help reveal the truth of someone's intentions. Let's see what time we're at. 30 minutes. So, yeah, I'm jamming through this thing. I've gotten all my points out. Um, Let's see. Is there anything we want to talk about before I talk about the the cards? For this episode. And you know, my 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 cardology, my playing card readings have definitely been more popular than I anticipated on my TikTok and even on Twitter. So I appreciate the positive feedback. You know, um, I feel like I talk about this every episode, that Leslie Jones situation, but since I've gotten certain people off my account and certain people have blocked me and I've blocked them, I feel a lot more free and there's definitely a lot more positive feedback on my account and definitely, and you know, it's not so much that I'm looking for yes people or people that tell me yes or only tell me good things. I'm not above criticism, but it's more so kind of be critical, but not from an already pre, pre-existing pre hater approach. That's the issue. I, I honestly feel like I run into a lot of people that, not saying everyone is jealous of me, but I definitely run into people that, you know, definitely have a bit of a funk around them. All right, so let's see. Do we have anything else to cover? 
No. All right. So we'll do the three card and then we'll end the show. So today's three card is Jack of Spades, Three of Hearts. Hopefully this is the same three cards as last episode. We'll do Four of Diamonds. All right. So Four of Diamonds. Four of Diamonds is all about clinging to the past. Blocking one is blocking themselves, and I can't read my own writing. Make money, don't let it make you. Yeah, that's what I wrote. <laughs> so, yeah, four of diamonds is all about clinging to the past or needing to not cling to the past. Making the money, don't let it make you. And there's blockages, there's blockages that you're putting up for yourself. Um, this is saying that those of you that are listening to this that may need this message, you are advised to do a road opener. However, you practice road openers. Deuteronomy 31 verse 6 is advised for four of pentacles. And if you, you know, if you follow this show, I just started doing this series or this part, this segment. So, you know, you can follow along and write this in your own grimoire, 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 or um, book of shadows, or however you plan to learn cardology. Um, and yeah, that's my definition for it. So that's four of pentacles. Don't cling to the past. Make the money. Don't let it make you. Deuteronomy 31 verses 6. Then we have, oh, let me close out before I, then we have Jack of Spades. This is talking about slow movement and progress. Also hostile environment. So starting out, it's definitely kind of talking about that there's things that some of you may be clinging to the past and you need to work on blockages. But a lot of that also has to do with what's, or maybe the reason why there's slow progress or slow movement and you might be dealing with the hostile environment because the universe is trying to shake you out of this slowness trying to shake you and make you see a different perspective and make you conscious of the blockages that you may be dealing with um the scripture that goes with that is exodus 25 verse 22 again that's exodus 20 no it's 23 verse 22 excuse me exodus 23 22 then the final card we have for you guys is Three of Hearts. Three of Hearts is about confusion, emotional problems, can't make clear decisions. And it's also about be cautious, keep mouth shut. You know, these are really negative cards this week or this episode, but some of you really may need that message to work on that. So with this one... You would say Proverbs 2, verses 10 through 11. So it's ultimately the message with these three cards is more so kind of you need to be shaken out of your routine. You need to be conscious of the blockages that are there. You need to hold value in what it is that you value, but don't let that be more so kind of your bottom line about who you are. Understand that there's slow progress, but it's only slow because it's asking you to be observant of what's in front of you. And it's also showing, you know, about confusion and emotional problems that may kind of be dragging you down because of the slow movement, because of this hostile environment, because of this stagnation that you were dealing with. But if you say those three scriptures, like I told you, again, that's Deuteronomy 31, verses 6, Exodus 23, verses 22, as well as Proverbs 2, 
10 through 11, you should be well on your way in regards to removing those blockages. Um, thank you for listening. I'm Witch Dr. Alex. You've been listening to the 777 Show. We'll do this again soon. Um, thank you for listening. Good night.